Good morning. Today is April 17th. It is a Friday, and you are listening to This Is The Way podcast. My name is Zach Way, and I'm the host of this simple and short podcast focusing on three main areas a spiritual discipline, a passage of scripture, and a fruit of the Spirit. This month, the fruit of the Spirit that we're focusing on is patience. Our spiritual discipline is fasting, and the passage that we're going over is James chapter 1. Just a quick reminder, yesterday I invited you to join me in a 24-hour fast, which is what Richard Foster recommends, doing every one day a week a 24-hour fast for about a month um, just to kind of dip our toe in the water. So I invite you to join me today in a 24-hour fast. You can do that from when you wake up until Saturday morning, or you can do that from lunch to lunch. Uh, That way you're only missing two meals, but I would encourage you to join me and begin this practice in our lives. Maybe pick a day of the week that would be best for you and kind of set that day aside see what works best for you and let's jump in to james chapter one james a servant of god and of the lord jesus christ to the twelve tribes in the dispersion greetings count it all joy my brothers when you meet trials of various kinds For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that man must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation, and the rich in his humiliation, because like a flower of the grass he will pass away. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the grass, its flowers fall and its beauty perishes. So also the rich man will fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will he brought us forth 
by the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, and he goes away. And at once he forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Later in the book of James, James says that to him who knows what is good and does not do it, to that man it is sin. And so we know basically that there's two different kinds of sin. There's sins of omission and sins of commission. Sins that you commit, you break the law. You go against something. And then sins that you omit. You, you know that you should do something, but you don't do it. Likewise, Dallas Willard, in his book, The Spirit of the Disciplines, breaks the spiritual disciplines up into two categories. Disciplines of abstinence and disciplines of engagement. So, fasting would be a discipline of abstinence. Study would be a discipline of engagement. And what is interesting is practically every single time he mentions fasting, it is accompanied with some of the other disciplines of abstinence. Richard Foster breaks up the spiritual disciplines into three categories, inward, outward, and corporate. Obviously, fasting is an inward discipline. It's, it's an internal discipline. Jesus says, beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. This is in the Sermon on the Mount. So he says, when you give to the needy, don't do what the hypocrites do and sound a trumpet. Um, when you fast, it's not for others. Don't look like you're fasting. It's, it's not so that other people will recognize you. It's an internal thing. So when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. I think that this is one reason why fasting is not brought up is because 
we've swung so far over to the other side, we're like, oh gosh, well, if we can't talk about it, then let's just not do it, right? But I think that it's important. And if we're going to have any of the external spiritual disciplines and practice those, we need to first start with the internal ones. Dallas Willard, every time he mentions fasting, practically, it's accompanied by silence and solitude. And so I am encouraging you to join me in this 24-hour fast from food, news, and social media. I think that fasting from food exposes our dependence and what controls us. Fasting from the news kind of blocks out the noise and then fasting from social media. Everyone's kind of quarantined right now anyways, so I think a lot of people are just mindlessly scrolling and engaging in quote-unquote online communities, which are probably not that beneficial. So when was the last time that you were actually alone with your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions? When was the last time that you fasted and were made aware of your dependence and you were made aware of what controls you? And when was the last time that you just had some silence? You got rid of all of the noise and your mind could kind of unwind a little bit and focus on what's really important. I think that we have a good opportunity right now to practice all three of those things during this 24-hour fast from food, social media, and news. If you're joining me, send me a message. Send me a voicemail. Click the link in the show notes, and I would love to hear if you are going to be doing this. I won't play it on the show. Um, However, if you do have any prayer requests, please feel free to share those in the link in the show notes. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Happy trails.